Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at mytalk1071.com, keyword wealth. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. There we go. Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show. I am Ms. Shannon, and I'm going to talk to my producer for a minute because some days we just have to pivot. <laughs> hey, Hope, welcome Hi. back. Hello. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. I um, was told that the mother of the mother-daughter team from um, our Financial Health and Wealth Show was going to be coming in hot today. Great. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm leaving the door open. <laughs> right now okay. to see how it goes. Okay. So that's how it is. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we could do something else. We could talk about music, but here's what I think we should talk about. Sure. Because um, I think about you all the time because not only do you uh, help us out here at My Talk 1071, <laughs> I know that you're also a great improviser. And so today we are going to improvise for a few minutes until. until yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I mean, one of the things that I think is always great when people are listening to us here on My Talk 1071 and when they ask me out in the wild about the shows that we do on the weekend. Um, one of the greatest things about it is that I, I don't know about you, but I really do honestly put the work that we do and the things that we talk about on the weekends into practice in my daily life. And I think that that's one of the things that I love that's so much about the kind of information that we get to do on things like the Financial Health and Wealth Show. So I don't know, how does it work for you like when you're helping us produce these shows? Well, Carla is my financial advisor. Ah, and gotcha. I and Cassandra is mine. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't... I, I don't know if I would know how to find one or <laughs> find one that I trusted without being part of the show and producing the past few years right. and making those connections. So for me personally, that that was huge to have those connections and get that started for me. And then, yes, I even like other shows that I produce, like Katie Canine, I learned so much about taking care of like your pets agreed and agreed. how that is a lot of work and responsibility <laughs> and so i have a lot and of I friends love her honest take yes. on things yes so i have a lot of friends um with uh pets that i always think of them and mm -hmm. interested in seeing if they also have that share those same like information and a lot of them uh bought their first home mm -hmm. recently Oh, so, good. There, so things there, we do with the Red Hot Real yes, Estate Show. Yes, mm -hmm. so. But I, you know, the thing that I also think is interesting is that I had, and I'm a few years older than you, I had always heard about, oh, here's what a financial advisor does, <laughs> right. or you did that. But it was one of those things that even when people would come in and, hi, Cassandra, I mean, hi, Carla, go ahead, get set up, no worries. Um, one of the things that when people would talk to me or people would pitch me on, hey, here's what I do, I'm a financial advisor, I was always in my head, I'd go, I don't need one of those. Same. I'm not in that Exactly. Where I'm like, that isn't a thing that I'm in a position where I need one until I really got to know Cassandra and Carl. I'm like, oh, that's what you do. And, you know, and, and so for anyone out there listening who goes, Miss Shannon always says, hey, I know you think you only need a financial advisor if you're a Kardashian. No, we mean it legitimately. Oh, yeah, like it makes not a Kardashian. Right. <laughs> Neither am I. No, 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 no. Living that life. I don't oh. even aspire to that particular life. I want to be like four steps below that. But I could get there with the help of people like Clear Step Financial. Yes. Because sometimes you miss little things that it doesn't even occur to you. And so talking to someone like the folks at Clear Step that do this every day, all day, and it's their job to stay up 
on mm-hmm. all the ins and outs of what is constantly changing in our financial advi- environment, that helps me out a lot, too. Because literally throughout the week, I'll send articles to Cassandra and go, okay, interpret this. Or what do you think about this? Or do you find this interesting? I found this interesting. So the way that I'm able to educate myself about my finances is greatly impacted because, and I made this joke recently, I said, I make better life choices and better decisions because I am friends with financial advisors mm-hmm. and family attorneys. Woo, I'm telling you, like you add those into your system. That makes a lot of a lot of changes. So that's what we were just talking about, um, Carla. We'll, we'll just let you go on. No, no, no. That's <laughs> plenty. You two are just doing great. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that it just gave us time kind of to remind people that, you know, when we talk about what we do here on our, our, our programs like this, mm-hmm. producer Hope and I really do work with you, you know, and really do work with, you know, the folks at the Red Hot Real Estate Show. So it's not just, hey, they paid us to come in here and to just say some stuff. It's like, no, it really does make a huge difference. Right. And, and I'm I'm sure because you you and Cassandra both talk about the clients that, you know, the my talkers that come and see you. Well, and it's here. just different. And we we commit. Right. We commit right. to this this program and uh, coming and giving this updated information because education is so important in Absolutely. the financial world. So when people have the education and some information behind their decisions, it's easier than to make financial decisions. Right. And we have right now in our world, and there's just a lot out there that people are concerned about, right? These are uncharted territory that we're mm-hmm. in. And so, uh, to to discuss these ideas, concepts, concerns people have is 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 why we're here, right? And I was listening to an our um, uh, I was watching a broadcast recently, and they were talking about how the uh, like we we pick on people and we or we tease, not pick on, we tease all of our boomers out there. But I mean, this is a good time to be able to talk to some people that have maybe had a little more experience because mm-hmm. a lot of people my age and producers hopes age we haven't seen. I mean, this is complicated for everybody, mm-hmm. but uh, we haven't. I I was part. I was you know lucid during our last mm-hmm. recession right. but not in the same position where i have mm-hmm. to make the variety of decisions that i have to make mm-hmm. at this point in my life mm-hmm. and so being able to talk to you or talk to my mom about well what was it like when those serious ones watching people mm-hmm. and listening to people who have managed to um ride these uh these waves mm-hmm. these economic waves more down. than one time right. right right and and this is even more this is even different than the the last recession and that's right. what people are experiencing too mm-hmm. so but you're right that was that was the last time that people really felt concern and fear and what's going to happen to my 401k and right and things dropped mm-hmm. uh, back then in 2000 between 2007 the fourth quarter 2008 and first quarter of 2009 right markets went down 55 percent right so from peak to trough and, and then, that i remember mm-hmm. yeah and then if it goes down 55 percent if you're in the market and you're down 55 percent it took about six seven years just to gain back just mm-hmm. to break even you have to gain over a hundred percent in that account just to break even again right so that that but that was the last concern big big down market that people had that we had to go through. And you're right. A lot of the baby boomers went through that. And that's why a lot of the baby boomers now that they're in retirement or getting to close to retirement 
uh, want to make sure that they protect their assets right, going because into this. It does take so much time, and I know we're not going to continue to talk about the recession throughout the show today, but I know it is on a lot of listeners' minds. Let's talk you know, about the it, elephant in the exactly. room. <laughs> it's so hard to go, well, I'm going to plan for other things. I'm going to look towards the future when this is what we're dealing with every day. Like We, yeah. we talk about the recession, we talk about inflation, and, and naming a, refl- a recession, that was one of the things that you've mentioned before, but also what they said during this particular uh, news broadcast I was watching is about well you really kind of don't call it a recession till you know you're already in it. It takes like six at least six <laughs> months before right. you can call it. And right. we may or may not be in one right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think most economists are are talking that we will be uh, if we are heading into one we probably will be but no one knows when. Right. Those are the unknowns. There's right. no one that can predict uh, exactly what's going to happen when it happens and that type of thing. We have to uh, again what we have to prepare yes and we've got to get some knowledge and information and then be able to adjust and make sure that you're ready uh to, to if you have a goal to get right. retired if you're ready to retire uh maybe you have some years ahead of you mm-hmm. so we want to prepare for that uh or if you're in retirement we want to also just make sure that we get through retirement right which could be you know, the the fastest growing population are the centenarians, yes. people reaching age 100. Mm-hmm. Which, congratulations, and we've talked about Wonderful. the longer you live, the longer you probably are yeah. likely to live. Yeah, that's and, true. And I really was just talking about you to someone earlier um, this week at another event that I was at, and, and we were talking about how having those conversations earlier in your financial evolution helps you prepare when things like this happen. Because I remember, I think we're coming up on five years ago, the first yeah. time you ever mentioned yeah. that you you know, these corrections and mm-hmm. things are inevitable. Right. And if you prepare for them appropriately, not only do you have less anxiety while you're in the midst mm-hmm. of them, but mm-hmm. also you might be in a position to make some moves. And and, and one of the, the, the text jokes that Cassandra and I go back and forth is, you know, we talk about things going down in the market and the way that an article will come out. And she'll say, instead, they should be saying this is an opportunity for people who are prepared because we try to be right. from, from positivity. But I remember you mentioning, hey, it's unfortunate, but sometimes, you know, you might be able to pick up a property or a business or there might be ways that you can prepare and use this as an opportunity to uh, diversify your portfolio or do something else. Right. And that is true for a lot right. of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to shift to shift gears, but to be prepared mm-hmm. for whatever comes our way. We there's a lot of unknowns out there and and it's preparing in all aspects of life. Right. Right. We want to make sure that, I mean, gosh, people have income, they have jobs, they have mm-hmm. uh, decisions to make with family and, and just Absolutely. life in general, mm-hmm. uh, our finances, which is, I always go back to, I remember in college, right, Maslow's laws of, <laughs> you know, the what are they, the basic needs. We yes. need to always go back to the basic needs are what creates happiness. Well, happiness comes from the inside. Right. And, you know, I'm a firm believer of that, but those basic needs help. Right. Food, shelter, money, finances, all of those things are our basic needs of life. Right. Well, before we go into our first break, I want to remind everybody the securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. And today we are going to it's it does go into what we were just talking about, but more speak about, you know, where we are now with inflation, demystifying that, telling people how they prepare right, can right. prepare right now. Well, yeah, let's talk about the number one concern people have. Uh, today and let's talk about that right you can also be part of the show you can call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the financial health and wealth show with clear step financial 
Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on MyTalk 1071. Also available in a podcast. You can go to our website, MyTalk1071.com and listen to it at your leisure. And uh, so <laughs> Carla and I were just talking about this, that it's, it really does lead into what we're talking about. We're going to talk about inflation, but a lot of what we're talking about regarding inflation and what we're going, what's going on right now with our financial health and when we are trying to discuss our, 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 our ability to grow well is because we really are still in a position where we are continually having to deal with the domino effect of things that happened in 2020 and 2021 mm-hmm. and, and a variety of things. Like mm-hmm. it, to me, it feels like there's, there's nothing that's completely in to use a driving term, the rear view mirror. Like there's always a, oh no, that's still a bit of this. You Cause know? and effect. Exactly. Like and what happened then is still, we're still dealing with today. Right. And so it's interesting, like for you and I both, we're both like, okay, well, we're running a little late or we're running this. or But isn't that every day now? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, what I've learned is to be more at peace with the fact that I have to pivot on a daily basis and that there are more things out of my control mm-hmm. than I realize or can affect. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of what we're talking about with the finances right now is that there's things you can put at, in place as a foundation mm-hmm. to make these less painful. But wow, there is so much going on right now that we can't really control. And it's not because we did anything Right or wrong. We're all just living. Right. Right. And there's certain things we can control. We have to be able to control the things we can control and let go of those things that we can't. But part of, you know, I know our topic is really not preparedness, but I think it keeps coming up that we need to be prepared for the unexpected. And let's go to inflation. So there was a study done just recently about what is the number one concern with people with the financial world and its inflation, the cost Mm -hmm. of things going up. So let's back up. Now, yes. what causes inflation? Go back to 2020 mm-hmm. when the printing presses, the, the monetary printing presses were going fast. Right, right. right. All the way through 2021. There, there has been a 30% increase in money mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. 30%. Now, can we back up? And, and I think that that's something that we talk about here on the financial health and wealth show, but we don't talk about in our normal everyday lives with our friends, family uh, and coworkers about the way that our economy works here in right. the U S mm-hmm. and what you mean by saying the printing presses were up or why there was more money. We're like, well, more money. That's great, but not mm-hmm. necessarily. So can right. we just from a historical context kind of explain what that oh, means? Oh, there's a lot of history I know, there, so let's right? Just, I know that's, <clears throat> that's a whole yeah. show, but right. just that's to kind of, okay. yeah, we can, we can go through the basics. So yes, thank you. You have uh, back in 1971, uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard. So right. when you're taking off the gold standard as an economy, there's no check and balance system, right? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like having a credit card and not ever needing to pay it back. You can mm-hmm. just spend as much as you want. No one really checks and balances it, right? When right. you need more money, you put more on the credit card. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what printing money is. It's right. it's putting more on the credit card. It's creating a debt. Right. It's a debt. It's a dollar, really. It's mm-hmm. a debt dollar. Yes. And and so, but the way we so then how does that affect us? Mm-hmm. The cost of things increase. That's what inflation right. is. When mm-hmm. you print money and there's no gold or anything backing up your money supply, all this money then the, it, it it the result is that food goes up. Yes, uh, transportation goes up. Look at look at the gas prices. How they're all going up, and a good part of that. And there's other reasons too, but a good part of that is because of the printing presses 
going, printing more money, having 30% more money in your pool, which dilutes the dollar. So the dollar goes down and the cost of things go up. That's a simple way of of how, how, how and why we have such the costs are Thank continuing you. to go up. It's because of, of the 30% of the increase in money supply. Right. It's kind of like I liken it to having a glass of lemonade. Mm-hmm. When you have a, when my kids were little, I would take half lemonade and half water to dilute it. <laughs> right. right? Mm-hmm. You don't need all that sugar. So right. you're going to have some water in there. Mm-hmm. And they got used to that. Right. But that's kind of like diluting the dollar too. It doesn't I think taste as good. Right. And I think we're to the point now that, our, we were a bunch of us because I'm closer yeah. to Cassandra's age. We're already used to it, as you said, getting diluted. And now we only had half a glass of lemonade, and people poured more water on top. They of poured it. more water. Exactly. So now I feel really like diluted. Exactly. Because now I'm like, now it's water just down. Water. <laughs> exactly. That really doesn't taste. Good. But that's all we've got, yeah. you know, kind of yeah. thing. So I'm just dealing with it. But yeah. I, and that's what I think we're um, reminding people that yes, you put certain things into effect, and. There's no chasing it now, though. Isn't it just tr- figuring out how to deal with where we are? We or what do you think? Well, we don't have control over it, right? right? We don't have control over the fact that food is is potentially going to double again by the end of mm. the year. That's what economists are telling us, that mm-hmm. this is this is happening. Um, is there going to be a part? You know, there's other things going on, too, like these food shortages. Well, right. of course, when you have sh- it's supply and demand. Yes. When you have high high demand and little supply, it's going to increase prices as well. Right. And my sisters and I were talking about that, how, you know, we were reading articles a couple of months ago about how these food shortages were going to continue and what we could do and how we could um, evolve our particular lifestyle to make sense and get in front of it. And I think a lot of people are having that conversation. I I hope so, Mm -hmm. um, because that's part of being prepared. So so how does that deal with, you know, we're going to have a separate talk. Uh, Cassandra and I are going to talk about ways that we can uh, really position ourselves on a monthly basis because people have certain budgets, right? You right. have to live off a certain amount of money. How you can cut costs and how you can really live off of a certain budget. I think everyone, and it's going to catch up to us, right? More right. and more people are looking at expenses. Oh, I should buy this. Maybe not this because of the cost of things going up, but we're going to get into that in more detail in another show. Right. Um, but inflation is a factor. It's here. You can't mm-hmm. hide it. No. Cost of things are going up, and that's just, that. that is what it is right now. Right. So how do we, again, prepare uh, for that? And if you go back, you know, go back 25 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I just remember in the early 80s, uh, going to the grocery store and buying a whole, you know, a whole cart of groceries. You add some meat in there. It's probably mm-hmm. about 50 bucks. Right. Uh-huh. And now every time I go to the store, even if I'm just getting a grocery bag full of stuff, I'm paying $80. It's, I feel like I can't leave the house, leave the store without spending $80. And then you add a little organic in there mm-hmm. and it really uh, jumps up the prices. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're uh, again, and a lot of people, and this is one of our talks we'll talk about this at a later date you know people are doing their own gardens mm-hmm. why wouldn't you right grow you can grow things on your patio mm-hmm. if you're in an apartment i know and some of us like i've been doing more co-op things and finding you know those things and, and figuring out what makes sense for me because some of the things with the challenges i have with my son because of the way he processes stuff that's the fixed thing like trying mm-hmm. to get him to change his diet yeah. not so much but mm-hmm. i can change mine yeah, and some right. other habits that we have around the house and i i think it is going to be an interesting conversation conversation when we do get to talk about 
mm-hmm. how we can can save some costs because I've done some little weird things in there. And you know, one of the things that we were talking about uh, before we go into break, um, should we get back and we'll, we'll talk about the supply chain or some other things that are impacting the cost of I, things yep, right now? Yep, or I where think, do you want to go next? Yeah, I would say let's continue. Our we have a number of things to talk about with the supply chain mm-hmm. and the money supply, uh, what to expect here, and we'll go into a little bit more detail. I also want to remind you that you can call us today at six five one six four one one zero seven one. But throughout the week, you can always contact the folks over at ClearStep Financial. You can call them at 651-600-0855 or go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com. We'll be right back here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Carla Zevnik Seiser, president of the ClearStep Financial Family. And we do call it a family because it is you mm-hmm. and, and your and your daughter and, and mm-hmm. people that are very important to you that are also giving wonderful advice to all of us out there. So yeah, we, we appreciate that. We have about five, six offices, mm-hmm. um, uh, some, some branches. And in different states, you know, between Wisconsin and Minnesota. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot. We do things virtually. So sometimes we people just want to talk virtually either on Zoom or, or, you know, that type Mm -hmm. of thing where we'll talk initially and get some information and see how we can help. We can meet in the office in Bloomington. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll do that or we can talk on the phone. So there's a lot of ways we can help people. Uh, There's a lot of questions out there. There's a lot of concerns out there. Right. And we're offering this Tuesday at 630 a webinar. So you can go to our website, uh, clearstepfinancial.com, sign in, go to events, uh, sign in for our webinar for this Thursday. We're going to have a there's Tuesday, Tuesday. I mean, Tuesday, Tuesday at 630. Uh, We're going to have a a roundtable discussion. Three of us advisors are going to be talking about uh, principles for retirement uh, success principles and go through some of those details. You'll be able to answer questions or ask questions and and just get into some information there. That's our last webinar for the summer. We, okay, we and then we'll pick up more. in the fall. Right. Part of the reason why I love watching those sometimes I'll I'll I'll, I'll pop into one that doesn't necessarily impact me right now but i like having that information floating around in the back of my head because whenever we have those you know i deal with a a wee bit of an anxiety as i've I've mentioned before so having that in the back of my brain when one of the mind parasites starts saying oh you should worry about x i'll go wait a no you have this information and you know these people it does help you quiet those 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 thoughts when you start to get to relax a little bit Mm -hmm. and know that you're in working with people that you can trust, working, having some confidence, having coaches in the financial world that this is all we do is right. help people with their money and finance and achieve their financial goals. And there's a lot of peace of mind knowing that you're working with people that can help maneuver through these uncharted territory. Absolutely. We are in uncharted territory right now with high inflation, interest rates. And the cost of things going up, the economy, you know, markets heading down and as well as the political mm-hmm. world that uh, there's so much uncertainty so much. out right. there. Yeah, right. Well, before we get back to, into our conversation about inflation, I always encourage people to be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. Just like our new friend, Heather. Heather, thank you for calling the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Do you have a call, uh, a question for my good friend, uh, Carla, over here? Yeah, actually, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I am going to be going through a divorce within the next couple of months. And um, part of the financial situation that myself and my soon-to-be ex-husband are going to be looking at is um, 401ks and a pension. And these would both be in his name. So I guess my question is, what? where does that leave me? Do I roll these over? What exactly do I do? Um, I'm not financially savvy when it comes to these kind of things. So, you know, the unknown has given me a lot of anxiety and I don't want to end up doing something silly because I'm overwhelmed because I'm emotional. Right. So, um, yeah, can you maybe give Just me some ideas? Some yeah. Some and ideas. Heather, Heather, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I, I, as someone who's been through a divorce, I understand. Um, even if you have all the right reasons, it's still a giant transition. So you're doing the right thing by talking to somebody and getting some help. Mm-hmm. It helped me out immensely mm-hmm. having people I could talk to. Cause you're right. Mm-hmm. There are so many emotions mm-hmm. that are layered on top of it that sometimes mm-hmm. you just go, I'm just going to do this because then it'll just be done, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I and I said mm-hmm. it in that way because that's how I felt at the time. Like, I'm just going to make a decision because I don't want to think about it anymore. I have enough mm-hmm. things to think about. So mm-hmm. you're doing the yeah. right thing to to offload that mm-hmm. to someone yeah. like like Carla. So mm-hmm. thank you for calling. Yeah. And uh, usually, again, I don't know your all the details, Heather, but usually what we recommend when you do go through a divorce, you have the, the pension and the 401k in your ex or husband's name right now. Right. So mm-hmm. right. usually the best uh, advice I always give you usually is to put that in your name. Don't let it stay in the pension plan. Uh, don't let it stay in the old 401k. Roll it over into an IRA. Actually, pensions can be rolled into IRAs potentially. Uh, you'd have to see what your options are there. But the divorce decree will allow the separation, right, the quadro. So then you get that paperwork. It gets sent to the pension plan or the 401k plan. And then the release happens. Usually, uh, it's a 50% of the pension and 50% of the 401k. You know, you want to take, you when you're divorced, you want a diversification of assets. You want some IRA money. You want some liquid money because you got to be able to live now. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want everything to come from one pot of money. Okay. He would say, well, I'm going to keep my pension in 401k and you can have money from the house. Well, that's not necessarily, <laughs> right. that's not necessarily the best thing for you. But if you have mm-hmm. an opportunity, I always say, if you have an opportunity to take money out of the pension, uh, that's usually the best avenue because then it's in your name. You have control over it. It gets rolled over into an IRA. Same with the 401k. It gets rolled mm-hmm. over into an IRA in your name. And that way you have control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's hard to get money out of those, but you have a one-time shot right now at taking money out, rolling it over, no taxes. Usually there's no fees or taxes to do that. And now it's in your name and you have control over it. So that's my best advice there, Heather, uh, because mm-hmm. that, that control and in your name is really important uh, for your future and your financial goals in your future. Right. And you're not being mean. You're not being no. nasty. You're not being any stuff. You're doing what's, as you said, what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. is, you know, and I'm sure your attorney is telling you the same thing. There are just certain things that you are, that you, that, that, that are the way that it works out now and, and are owed to you. And so you're just doing what makes most sense. Right. And you yeah. and you want to take care of yourself mm-hmm. for your future and the rest of your life. And and this is usually the best way uh, to go about doing that. When it's in your name, you have more control. Okay. One more question. Um, will I be able to draw on my husband's Social Security when I reach that retirement age? 
So, um, how does that work? So, a couple. How old are you, Heather? I'm fifty-two. Fifty-two. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how old is your husband? He is sixty-two. Okay, so he's he's sixty-two. Okay, so a couple things. You did you ever did you work, Heather? Do you do you have earned income? No, no. Okay. I was a stay-at-home mom, and okay. then I became involved with some volunteer work, mm-hmm. and that. Um, was my passion so um which is wonderful and you know, that's a, yeah, that's a lot yeah, of people's I was story a philanthropist yeah. i guess that's the yeah. way i look at it yeah. um, i wasn't paid but i was able to work my passion so you know and that is absolutely wonderful so it's important that you're taken care of in your future absolutely yeah financially you want to make sure you're taken care of so um you'll have a couple options now you at least had a 10-year marriage right you 25 25 Actually, it was 25 years yeah. okay all right so you'll have a choice at age 62. So, and I don't know if you're going to be working here, you're 50, right, 52, so you're a young mm-hmm. age of 52. Uh, mm-hmm. You could work until, uh, I, I always say, if, if you're going to be working into your 60s, don't take Social Security until you stop working. Okay. When you stop working, uh, if, you work, if you're making under 19,000, you could take Social Security. If you're over 19,000, just continue to work and delay your Social Security. You know, there's some basic rules. There's not a lot of... Um, hidden secrets with social security some basic rules that that make sense so but let's say you're 62 you'll have an option and if you're working from 52 to 62 you will build up your social security heather i mean you know you'll build that up you'll um you'll build up some of that to have your own social security if you want but what you can do then, because you have a 10-year marriage, as long as you don't remarry, if you remarry, then you can't ever tap into his Social Security. If you okay. don't and you stay single, then eventually you can take yours or his, whichever is greater. Um, but it, when he pa- that's when he passes away, you could take 100% of his. You would receive that as long as you're not remarried. Okay. So well, will he, I get half then, as long as I don't remarry at the time that I I, I take retirement. Will I? Because he will. It will always be that he has made uh, more money than me. He's made a decent living, so mm-hmm. um, I don't think I will ever be able to compare my earnings to his, as far as um, social security benefits. So let's say at sixty-two, you could take half of his. Okay. Right. Then when he passes. There's a greater chance of him passing before you because he's mm-hmm. 10 years older and he's a man, right? Men, men just that die just earlier they than do. women. Women just die, don't they? Exactly. They yeah. just do. Yeah. And we love them mm-hmm. and we but appreciate them. But That's it, why whenever yeah. I watch one of those reality shows and the woman actually like tries to kill her husband, I'm like, just wait. Just be patient. <laughs> like The numbers are in your arms. Don't kill them. Don't kill anybody. <laughs> why are we killing right. people? Don't kill people. Um, but I, but, I, but that then makes it's, sense. it's either half of his or when he passes you get his full benefit. Now, and Heather, I'm going to make sure that our producer, Hope, gets your contact information because what we have learned from hanging out with our friends at ClearStep, there's always an extra little thing that makes sense to tailor for you. But the other thing I want to tell you, just since you're my new friend, is that no matter how well he did financially, you still have your so much time ahead of you. And especially since you are a philanthropist and it sounds like you have a great skill set, you need to honor all of that. And who knows? You know, you might end up doing 
better than you think. You know, now once you get a chance to to finalize divorce, move forward, there are so many options out there that are for you. So Lord only knows. So don't limit yourself into thinking that. You just is just part of the mix that you can do. Mm -hmm. And you could be working, Heather, for 18 years. Mm -hmm. You could delay your Social Security until age 70. So Mm -hmm. you have a lot of options. And your Social Security may be greater than his at 62 and half of his at 62. Because there's so many options out there for us now, Heather. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. just know that uh, you, it sounds like you've got a good foundation right. to set up your retirement goals with half of the 401k, half of the pension. That's great. Mm-hmm. And that'll set you up in a real strong position for your, to receive your financial goals um, when you want to achieve that in your 60s sometime. Okay. Yeah, everything just looks a little bleak before. Yeah. No, you know, you're right. You're right. I understand it's the that. Unknowing. It's right. the unknowing. It's not being, like I said, financially savvy. I'm getting there. Yes. I'm learning. I'm very open to learning. Mm-hmm. Well, trust your gut. Mm-hmm. Women have good intuition and we, you know, in certain areas of life, uh, sometimes we don't always have all the details in that area, but you have very good intuition. Right. So, you got to be able to trust that. Uh, get the information and stay in touch with us. We, mm-hmm. if, if you ever need some friends, you know, me and Carla and Cassandra will always tell you you're doing better than you thought. We're you good know, kind friends. Of yeah, we're good friends to have. <laughs> we are very hashtag positivity because Heather, we know it's a it's a challenge. It's a challenge, but yeah. you give yourself some time and some distance. You're doing the right things by yeah. making these connections, and you'll be good. You'll be good. You have a okay. good base. You have a Absolutely. very good base there, Heather, for your future. Okay. Absolutely. So producer Hope will get your information. We appreciate you, Heather. I I mean, Thank Carla, you so much. you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. That's a lot of what we talk about every week here on the show is get there are there are things that you can do to set yourself up better, mm-hmm. but what you can control is how much you educate yourself and going, what are my resources? What What's my network? And once you have your network and your resources, mm-hmm. once you know the first person, like knowing that I can go, hey, I need, I, I have a financial advisor who would you guys suggest that I talk to from a tax accountant thing? Who should I talk to? Like, we all know people, mm-hmm. and we can just help you broaden that network. And who knows? Heather, like, I would love for us to be able to check in with her 10 years from now, and, and we're both going, oh, she doesn't even care about her husband's pension anymore, which is fine because she's owed it. But right. maybe she like, t- launches on her own and finds a whole new path, and that's a lot of what we do when we're talking right. about financial health and wealth is giving you options. Right, right. Absolutely. Those options are important in the the educational process is so key. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're going to come back. We're going to continue our conversation about inflation, which again, not necessarily something that we can impact right now, but we can give you the tools and the resources to make it work for you. If you have any questions, you can always call us just like Heather at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my friend Carla, the mother of the mother daughter team from Clear Step Financial. You can be part of today's show. We still have time for you to call at 651 641 1071. So we've been covering inflation um, and how it's one of those things that it may have seemed like it creep it crept us on us before mm-hmm. because over the last we'll say the last 5 years I think we were have little little bubbles of well this seems more expensive and then over the last year things are starting to shoot up and you're saying some things are going to continue to do that over the next well, just 12 know, months. No, they will continue, but then you add okay, so we have inflation, the printing of money, the adding mm-hmm. money to the supply, right? 
So just think about that. If you mm-hmm. add 30% more money, everything is going to go up 30% right. in the last two years, which mm-hmm. a lot of it has. Yes. We're already seeing it. But now you add another factor that economists can't measure. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the you know, if you hear an economist out there talk, they talk about today. They look at all the indicators today. Mm-hmm. They evaluate everything today. But they can't predict when the supply chains go down. Right. They can't predict when uh, other things happen politically. If you've got wars or whatever else is going on, that they 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 can't predict. They like, just look at today. Even if we looked at like what has been going on with the people who are impacted with baby formula, there was no way that people were like, hey, you know what, this plant is going to be trashed. So we're going to have to shut it all down. And, you know, and, and what a terrifying experience to be. I mean, we're both parents and I'm yeah. glad that our kids are so old yeah. Um, yeah. kind of thing. Right. But Look, think just, of all mamas. Exactly. Well, but just think how things will shift, too. Mm-hmm. I, and I th- and I really believe this, that that things are going to shift for the better because we're going to make different decisions in our life. Mm-hmm. And we're going to realize that ha- our happiness is up to us. Right. It's not up to. Uh, how much food can I buy? Whatever it is out there, right? Right. In our lives, there's so many external things that we have to make decisions on. We think our happiness is external. It isn't. It's within us. So more and more of our decisions in life will be based on our really the basic necessities and really truly what what creates happiness in life. And we're going to have a shift. Right. And it's going to be based on how do we feed our babies. That'll mm-hmm. be one of our shifts. Right. It'll be on maybe what we're, we're doing for work. We mm-hmm. want to be happy what we're doing for work. Uh, our family life and our, our children and the priorities of those uh, families versus, you know, I see a lot of families struggling with the importance of uh, my children versus my job and my career. Right. And I believe a lot of our uh, again, our choices in life, we'll, we're going to have to reevaluate a lot of that. And that's coming. That's right. all part of this. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that's happening in our right. world right now, it's all part of our shift that, that will be shifting. And I know we mentioned we're going to do a full show on some ways that you can save some money and find some yeah. money. Because we that's the first pillar whenever mm-hmm. people are talking about what do we do at Clear Step Financial. The first pillar you always share is helping people find money, look mm-hmm. at that, evaluate how that, that does. Because you'd be surprised yeah. where it's out there. Well, and, we'll but, talk about that, mm-hmm. ideas. And, and, uh, and I, I know people are already starting to get ideas. Mm-hmm. Families are starting to uh, tap into different ideas on how to, how to save money and right. what to do. You know, if you think about it, basic. Yeah. People can live on rice and beans if right. you had to. Right. Basically. If you had to. If you mm-hmm. had to. Mm-hmm. For a week or two, you could you could save money. So there's a lot of things. I'm not saying that we have to do that, but right. there's a lot of decisions we can make to lower our expenses. And we'll talk more about that at right. um, at one of the shows in the next couple of weeks. Right. But right now, it's probably a good time to to look at, you know, what you spend your money on and what things are increasing the greatest. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, okay, well, what things, when I'm looking at things from an inflationary standpoint in my personal life, right. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm going to stop buying this brand. I'm going to buy this brand. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm going to spend more money, I'm going to get the brand that I want in this category and then find the money someplace or maybe else. don't buy the chips right Correct. You, maybe you, don't buy the chips right <laughs> yeah exactly so there's certain things in our budget that we probably spend three four dollars five dollars uh, a week on 
that maybe we don't do that and we buy our necessity and maybe we buy our good quality food and don't right. buy the extras that I, we did. I started all... buying better produce and stopped buying po- paper towels. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, they're bad for the yeah. environment anyway, and I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to do that. Like those kind of things. Yeah. You know, it's something that I hadn't really thought about other than going, why am I spending this much mm-hmm. money on this? Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> I can you buy can something else I like. Right. wash the, uh, the towels and use it. But that's what we did years ago. Right. We used towels. We didn't use all the paper towels. And <laughs> Right. The convenience. Like, that's a convenience. I'm like, this is not even a have to. This is a convenience. But looking at, you know, some things you might want to start stocking up now. Mm-hmm. What can you deal with? Because there are certain necessities. Like, maybe you do need certain medications and supplements mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Yeah. So evaluating all those definitely won't help. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll talk about that. So... Some of the things that affect us the most with inflation, food and gas, mm-hmm. right? We use that every day. We use food and gas. Um, I drove to Virginia to see my family mm-hmm. down last week. Uh, we were driving my car and then we pulled a trailer. We had to pick up some stuff. So just think how much that cost right. to, to drive that. But mm-hmm. gas was like $4.20. When we got back through Illinois, it was already $5.20. It was a dollar more in just four or five days. It was just crazy. Right, and we know that that's going to keep going. And there's some other things that the indicators are saying. So when we're, if if we're like our our caller who's a little closer to retirement, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're, we're enough that you really start thinking about it. How much does inflation, since we can't plan on, you're saying the economists can't talk about it, how much do you have to think on whether this impacts you outliving your wealth when you're retiring? Well, that's a good question because when you're close to retirement or you're in retirement, mm-hmm. just know you've got options with how you invest your money. Okay. There are ways that uh and and there's 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 ways that you can potentially earn positive returns even in these market conditions. Okay. I'm not going to go into all the details, but you've got to be able to understand just because the market's down in mutual funds, right? The mutual fund world has been a good world mm-hmm. in the past since 2009. Right. That first quarter after 2009, that was the lowest part of the mutual fund world. But just know there's other investment worlds out there. Right. Uh, there's, and this is another shift. The way we invested in the past 12 years, which was an up market for mutual funds, may not be the best way to invest in the next five to 10 years. All right. Uh, things are shifting and we have uh, potential markets that are shifting here to a different type of investment strategy. Right. So it's important to have that flexibility to be able to shift into some of these other investments that potentially do protect you or do have the ability to make a positive rate of return. Right. And that's, that's how you generate potential income for retirement right? right and that's how you're able to get through retirement as well and the other reality before we wrap up today is just reminding people you started by saying people are living a lot longer but you're also living a healthier lot longer right. so you might end up working right. longer than people well, did in the past there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong you know mm-hmm. people are creating and doing things well into their 70s even 80s right you have people that are going to work i i had a real good he's a good client friend he stopped working at about 75. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a, and a lot of people that are working well into their 70s and 80s. So just have, enjoy life. Do what you enjoy 
and really be happy. Right. Be happy on the inside. And if you need any advice, you can always call our friends at Clear Step Financial. Go to their website, clearstepfinancial.com, or you can call them at 651-600-0855. Remember, they have that Retirement Sex Success Principles event coming up this Tuesday at 630, clearstepfinancial.com. Just look under the event. Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and I'm the co-host of Everyday Wealth, a podcast presented by Edelman Financial Engines. On each episode, experienced wealth planners from Edelman Financial Engines and other experts join in to discuss the financial decisions that shape your life and explore what wealth really means. Because wealth isn't just a number, it's your values, your goals, the dreams you want to achieve with your money. We talk about what's happening in the markets, tax-efficient investing, how to reach your retirement goals, and so much more. So tune in. New episodes premiere each weekend. If you have a question for us to address on the program, you can send it to everydaywealth.com and you can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review because we we love hearing what you think. Ms. Chotsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners.